Hey, thank you so much for joining us for today's podcast. We are MVF Church based out of Heber City, Utah. If you'd like to check out the live recording of this teaching, you can find that at mvfchurch.com. We're glad that you've joined us today, so let's get into the teaching. Boy, what an exciting series we've, we've been in over the past, uh, this is the 10th week actually, and uh, going through the book of Nehemiah. And uh, as it works out uh, today, um, I'm assigned to talk about chapters 11 and 12. How many of you have read 11 and 12 recently? Okay. okay. <laughs> about 85% of those two chapters are lists of names. And <laughs> so I know what you're thinking. Uh, wow, it's going to be really exciting. <laughs> or maybe it's, uh, why did I have to pick today to come to church? <laughs> but uh, hang in there with me, will you, this morning, because I, I, I'm praying that uh, you will be encouraged by uh, what we talk about this morning. Um, do you know this? Do you know how many names there are that are mentioned in the Bible? Anyone off the top of your head? <laughs> a lot. It's, uh, it's 3,237. That's a lot of names. Uh, I think the majority of them are probably in these two chapters, <laughs> but uh, not, not really. But that's a lot of different people. So maybe, maybe the fact that there's so many names recorded for us in the Bible might just indicate that names are important. Uh, in fact, um, Patrick asked me uh, what the name of my message was going to be today because I just told him it's, it's Nehemiah week 10. So he said, do you, have, do you have a name besides that? And I thought, no, I really don't. But now I do. I came up with one today, so uh, it's called Names. Okay? So, so we got it. So you can write that on the top of your notes if you'd like to. Uh, if don't worry, we're not going to read through all of the names this morning. If you want to do that later on today, man, go for it. Uh, you can do that. But I do want to read some verses this morning. This is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, and beginning at verse number 1. Jesus entered Jericho, and he was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. And he was a chief tax collector and was rich. Probably a connection between those two things, okay? And he was seeking to see who Jesus was. But on account of the crowd, he could not because he was small in stature. Or as another translation says, because he was a wee little man and a wee little man was he. <laughs> That's, that's not really another translation. But how, how many of you sang that song growing up? And Okay, you're with me. All right. So anyway, he ran on ahead and he climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for Jesus was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. Verse 6 goes on to say that uh, uh, he hurried down and he received him joyfully. So here's our first thing to write down if you're keeping notes this morning. Number one, he knows my name. 
This is so awesome because Jesus is just passing through town. It's Jericho, which is a long ways away from where Jesus did the bulk of his ministry. He's never met this guy before. No one in his group knows who he is. The crowd is packed in tight to see this miracle worker that's passing through town. And Jesus, as he walks through town, he stops at this tree and looks up, and there is a man up there. And Jesus knows his name. Nobody told him his name. He didn't have a little earpiece, and there was like an advanced scout saying, okay, that guy in the tree up there, that's... No, none of that was going on. Jesus just knew who he was, supernaturally, just like he knows who you are. It's, it's just pretty awesome. This wasn't the first time that this kind of thing happened for us that we, we see recorded in Scripture. John's Gospel tells us that uh, when Andrew brought his brother to meet Jesus. Jesus looked at him and he said, you are Simon and you're going to be called Cephas or the rock. Simon Peter, there he is. Jesus didn't know, but he did know supernaturally. I know who you are. You're Simon. And not only did he know his name, he knew what his destiny was going to be. You're going to be a rock. That's cool. Now, let's get to uh, Isaiah 43, 1. But now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. Other translations say I've summoned you by name. You are mine. So this is our second point this morning. He calls my name. He calls my name. Jesus is teaching in the Gospel of John, and he's telling his listeners that he's the door, and which is another way of saying he's the way and the truth and the life, which he does say later in that same uh, Gospel. But uh, he's the shepherd of the sheep. And so we come to verse 3 of John 10, and we read this. To him, that's the shepherd of the sheep, referring to Jesus, the gatekeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own, uh, his own sheep by name. Calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. That's so cool. And it's not just like, hey, you sheep, all you sheep. <laughs> okay, you look kind of familiar, but I can't kind of come up with your name right now. No, he speaks your name. That's so cool. We had in a, a church that I pastored uh, a, a guy that uh, started coming, and he introduced himself to me after service one day, and he said, Hi, Dana, I'm, I'm Tom Barney. That, that, that's great. You know, we didn't have a lot of time to talk, and, and uh, so we didn't get into anything. But he was there two or three weeks later, and after the service, he said, Hi, Dana, Tom Barney. Good. Uh Next time he was at church, hi, Dana, Tom Barney. Every time he would see me, he would tell me his name because he probably saw the look in my eye. I was like, I know you, but I can't. Okay, Tom Barney, Tom Barney. And that, that went on every single time. And I finally, I figured out who he was every time. I Okay, that's Tom Barney. And I could just say, Tom Barney. <laughs> Somebody uh, told me one day, do you know who that guy is? And I said, yeah, that's Tom Barney. He said, 
no, do you know who he is? I said, I don't know anything about him other than Tom Barney. He's the CEO of uh, Osprey Backpacks. Okay. It's like, oh, I've got an Osprey backpack. It's one of the best backpacks in the in the world. So then I really never forgot him after that. So, but but uh, God knows you, and He knows your name, and He calls you by your name. You know, on Easter after Jesus had risen from the dead, and and uh, Mary Magdalene is at the tomb, and she's just uh, fallen apart emotionally because. The stone's rolled back, but Jesus' body isn't in there. She doesn't know what's happened, and she's crying, and, and she's shook up over the whole death thing that's happened, the crucifixion. And, and there's somebody in the garden. She assumes that's the gardener, but she's not really paying attention. And, and finally, she says, Mr. Gardener, where, where have you put him? You know, I, I want to attend to him. And, and, uh, and then this voice calls out, one word, Mary. And immediately she knew who was talking to her. Jesus, teacher, Rabboni, master. All it took was him speaking her name. And then she immediately knew who he was. And then there was Lazarus. <laughs> Jesus stood in front of his tomb. And he'd been dead five days. He wasn't um, mostly dead. <laughs> he was all all dead, dead, dead. Okay, and he and he calls out, Lazarus, come forth. He spoke his name, come forth, and Lazarus came out of that tomb that day. And today Jesus speaks your name. He knows your name, and he calls you by name. He calls your name, and he says, come forth. Come forth out of the tomb that you live in. Come forth out of your death. Come forth out of your past. Come forth out of your guilt. Come forth out of the pain that you carry. Come forth out of the emptiness in your life. Come forth out of the hopelessness that you live with. He calls your name and he calls you to himself. Here's number three. He knows my story. Man, I love this. Well, where in the world should we start about this, this point? He knows my story. How about Matthew 10.30? It says this, but even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Now, Jesus is teaching his listeners not to fear because God's got this. He knows your situation. He's got you in the palm of his hand. You're the apple of his eye. Uh, don't fear. Don't sweat it. Okay? Every detail, even the exact amount of hairs on your head at any given moment, and you know that your hair number changes continually. It's like, oops, I brushed my hair. Some fell out. I don't know how many. But he knows. He keeps track. So apparently, um, this is kind of interesting. Apparently, hair color has something to do with the amount of hairs that you have on your head. Did you know that? Blondes have more hair than other colors. So they have typically about 150,000 hairs on their head. That's just an average. If you're blonde, that's about how many you have. Now, if your hair is brown, you've got about 110,000 hairs. If it's black, you've got about 100,000. And if you're a redhead... 
only 90,000. <laughs> now, I know you're thinking, I got a great idea. I'll change my hair color. That's not going to work. Okay, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get 50,000 new hairs. Um, so check this out. The average human head would have about 100,000 hairs. Okay, that's the average. I know some people don't have any, but I'm just talking about the average. Okay? And there are about 7.6 billion people living on this planet. 7.6 billion. Now multiply 7.6 billion times 100,000 hairs on the average head. And now we're realizing this. Do you know what this means? God knows the current status of 7.66 quadrillion hairs on human heads. This is pretty amazing. Okay? He knows our story. How about Psalm 147, 1 through 5? Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. We've been seeing that with what Nehemiah has been up to here. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds. He determines the number of stars. He gives to all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. So we've got our solar system revolving around the sun, which is a star. And uh, that's in the Milky Way galaxy. They tell us that there's about 200 billion more stars, just like our sun, in the Milky Way galaxy. 200 billion. In addition to that, there are 100 trillion galaxies in the universe, they say. Okay? So, <laughs> each of those has about 200 billion stars. So, 100 trillion galaxies, each with about 200 billion stars. So good luck with the math on that one, okay? And he knows each one, and he has named each one. So you can kind of see how amazing God is. He's, he's got it, man. He, he knows how many hairs are on my head at any point of my life. He knows all the stars that are out there. He's got them all named. Back in Matthew when we were looking about at this verse, he knows the hair, number of hairs on our head. It also says there's not a sparrow that falls to the ground that he doesn't know about it. So I'm like, well, I wonder how many sparrows there are on the planet. So I had to look that up. and <laughs> So it was like, uh, I don't know, 1, 1. 1.4 billion sparrows. It's like, okay, that's cool. And he knows whenever one falls to the ground. Whoa, is it just sparrows that he keeps track of? Or maybe all the birds. I wonder if he knows if all the birds. So then I, how many birds are there? So there's, <laughs> so there's 400 billion birds, they say. So that's a lot of birds to keep track of. And then, then your mind just starts going, well, is it only birds that he cares about if they fall to the ground? How about all the, all the animals? You see where this is going? God knows all of this stuff. 
And he keeps all attention to this. And here's what he said when he talked about the sparrow that he knows that falls to the ground, a single sparrow. He says, you're worth more than many sparrows. I care about you and what you're going through and your tears and that situation that's tearing you apart in your life right now. I care about that. I know what's going on there. I know your story. In the Gospels, a guy named Nathaniel approached Jesus and Jesus made a statement to him. They haven't introduced names or anything. But uh, Jesus said, this guy walking up right here, this guy has incredible character. Nathaniel, he said, wait a minute, how, how do you know me? Jesus said, I saw you sitting under the tree way back when. Nathaniel's like, I was by myself. Nobody was around. You saw me sitting under a tree and you judged who I was. You knew who I was. You know my story. And, and he is so, Nathaniel is so blown away by this. He says, whoa, you are the son of God. And Jesus said, you're impressed because I know who you are and I know your story, but you're going to see a lot bigger things than that. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelt. In Luke 8, a woman who'd lived a sinful life came to the house of a Pharisee where Jesus had been invited to dinner, and she's standing there weeping. She's behind him, weeping, crying, wetting his feet with her tears. And this Pharisee that's hosting this dinner, he's disgusted because he's like, this is a sinful woman. And if, and he doesn't, he's not saying this, he's just thinking this. If, if this man, Jesus, was a real prophet, he would know her story. And he wouldn't be so nice to her. And Jesus says, hey, Mr. Pharisee, let me tell you something. I know what you're thinking. And uh, so he, he goes through this, this whole thing. I don't have time to get into it, but he called him out on that. And uh, the guy was pretty blown away. And then he forgave the sins of the woman. It's just amazing. But again, it's this pattern. He knows, he knows, he knows. Psalm 139 says this, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar, just like he did Nathaniel. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it. Now, listen, I need to wrap up because we're, we're going into ministry fair here in just a couple of minutes. But check this out. Someone needs to hear this, this next thing I'm going to say today. God is not done writing your story. He's not done. You remember all the rubble of the wall that we've, we've looked at in these chapters? Uh, the ruins and how Nehemiah inspected it and walked among it. And, and then they set out to rebuild it and and uh that's what we're really celebrating in this 12th chapter is the dedication of this wall but Taran wells song rings true for you today the words of that song says standing in your ruins feels a lot like the end so used to losing you're afraid to try again right now all you see are ashes where there was a flame Truth is that you're not forgotten because grace knows your name. That's Jesus. He knows your name. He knows your story. 
and the ruins of your wall and your situation and what's going on in your life. He knows it. The rubble, the struggle, the discouragement, the opposition. God knows all about it. He sees the tears. And He's at work in your life. So see that. Hang on to that and rejoice in that. Okay, so we get to the end of chapter 12. There's this huge dedication. The wall has been completed. They have a dedication of it. It's a blowout celebration of what's been accomplished through these people as they trusted in God, the vision that had been laid out. Boom, we're going to do it. It was hard, but they finished it. They caught the vision. They saw the victory. And so they celebrate. They've got Thanksgiving songs going on like crazy singers, all kinds of musicians, all kinds of instruments, choirs, and a ton of rejoicing that's going on. And the scripture says, if you just read through towards the end of chapter 12 there, they celebrated joyfully with songs of thanksgiving. And on that day, they were rejoicing because God had given them great joy. Notice the the theme of what's going on here. Lots of rejoicing. And it wasn't just the men, but it says the women and the children rejoiced too. And the sound of rejoicing in Jerusalem could be heard far away. I mean, this was a blowout time. Celebration and rejoicing. So that's what we want to be in our hearts. Here we are getting ready to transition to, into a new building. What an exciting time. Won't be long, just a few weeks, and it's going to be awesome. God's going to do great things. That's why we're asking you to get involved, be a part of uh, some of these next steps, come to the Better Together time that we're going to have next week, spend some time in the ministry fair, see what God might speak to you, and let's take this town, man. Let's, let's just see God's glory established and people come to know him because he's good. He's good. And he has a plan for people. He has destiny for people. Here's our closing prayer. Our team's coming back up here to lead us in worship. But I want you to stand with me. And I want to read through those verses that we looked at a few moments ago in Psalm 147. And this is going to be our prayer together. Okay, so can, can we do that and just go back a little bit? And that's uh, Psalm 147. There we go. Let's read it out loud with a little enthusiasm. Hello, can we do that? Okay. okay. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the broken heart and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars. He gives to all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. Amen. <laughs> if you enjoyed this teaching, we would love to have you join us for a live gathering. We are located at 271 North, 600 West in Heber City, Utah. If you need more information about us, including our gathering times or previous teachings, you can find all that at mvfchurch.com. And make sure you follow us on social media too. See you next time.